I'm ready. Should we start with you? Preparation or should we start with me? Because now that I've read yours. We can start with mine. <laughs> I'm scared. Um, hi, guys. I'm already giggling because I'm nervous. Um, we're back for season two. Happy second episode. As usual, we thought we'd start with updates, even though our entire episode this week is kind of updates. Um, <laughs> we were literally just talking about it. And we were like, we can't just jump right into complaining. So this is our effort to be positive before we start the complaining. Um, my first update. Mm. <sighs> I can't even I can't even get it out of my mouth. It's a crazy thing. Um, do you want to update them on this? <laughs> well, okay, so Abby and I have notes of our little outline of what we want to talk about for the episode. And I said we need positive highlights before we get into what we're struggling with. And she writes down, <laughs> in love. And I'm like, girl. Hi. <laughs> uh, well, it is what it is. And that's what I'll say. No, you have to say more. It's a podcast. Okay. <sighs> <laughs> I know yesterday I was talking to my roommate and she was like, what's on your um, like 2024 resolution list? And I was like, not oversharing anymore. You own she's a like, podcast. You have a podcast. <laughs> so um, that resolution isn't going to happen, I guess. Um, basically, I just spent like a month away from the guy that I've been seeing for like the last like four or five months. And... I just, like, really realized in that time, like, I really, really missed him. And then I came back and, like, I was just like, oh, God. I already suspected that I felt this way before. But now it's like, now, like, now it's like, okay, I see things that bothered me about him before and I like them about him. Like, I see, like, I accept him and his flaws and his, like, and I'm like, oh, God. This is so inconvenient timing-wise. Um, okay, wait. We're not doing a negative skew yet. Um, so, yeah, yay. <laughs> <laughs> That's as positive that I can be about this right now. Like, on one hand, I'm really happy and excited about it. And on the other hand, I'm like, this is really inconvenient. Um, and he got us matching bracelets. Can I see? Yeah, I'll show you. Why are you not wearing it? Because I took it off. To sleep. Um, I took it off to sleep because I didn't want to roll over it or something. I don't know. But I've been wearing it since then. It's so cute. It's a little pink necklace. Or wait, it's a little pink bracelet. And it has a little magnet there that's a heart. And it connects to his magnet, which is also a heart. Aw, that is cute. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of my update. Feeling, okay. <laughs> Loved. <laughs> On, yes. It, oh, God. Okay. Did you tell him? I wish. No, but here's the here's the thing. I'm considering it. I know this is crazy. I know this is crazy. I'm considering saying it only because I've gotten like this close to accidentally saying it like four or five times, and I'm like, I'm about to leave for six months. Maybe that's the kind of person I am. Maybe I'm the kind of person that says things even when the timing is bad. I don't know. I don't know. I so. I would be genuinely shocked if I got through the next week without saying it accidentally, at least accidentally. Um, so yeah, that 
It is what it is. I'm also struggling <laughs> to not say it accidentally. <laughs> oh, we're having a great time. And Things are really fun. Like the, my problem is that I've like always been the f- person to say it first in my relationships, or always mm-hmm. like because I'm like I really am of the stance of like if you feel it, say it. Like why? Right. See, that's my thing. I'm like I feel it, so why not just say it? But I'm like, but. But I'm like, but I want somebody else. <laughs> I know. Well, that's the other thing. I'm like, I think that he loves me. Or, like, I get the sense. But if he doesn't, I'll be upset. <laughs> like, if he doesn't, I mean, I w- if he didn't say it back, I wouldn't, like, like, I'm not expecting him to, but, like, I'm expecting him to. So I really don't know how I'd feel if he was just, like, oh. <laughs> Like, I know he'd be nicer about it than that. He'd be sweet about it, and he'd be really happy. But, like, it hasn't dawned on me that that's a two-way street. And then I'm going to be upset if it's not reciprocated immediately to me. But also, here's my other thing. Okay, you know what? No. No negativity yet. (laughs) Saving the negativity. So, yeah, that's really fun, really exciting. Um. Okay, on to you. On to me. <laughs> I just got back tri- from a trip to Aspen, and I had some hot tips. Bougie, stuff. bougie, bitch. Bougie, bougie, <laughs> bougie. I know. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna rephrase this. My parents took me to Aspen. I funded no part of this, which we'll get to later in the episode. My parents <laughs> took me. <laughs> I like how the negative aspects of our episode are just like seeping into the positive. <laughs> <laughs> While I was there, I saw Bella Hadid, and my dad goes, who's that? And I tried to explain to him the concept of Bella Hadid, and he was so confused by it. What about it was he getting stuck up on? Why is she famous? Okay. And I was like, she's a model. He's like, yeah, but, like, why do people care? I'm like, well, she's a Victoria's Secret model. Or, like, she was, and she's, like, a runway model, and, like... An angel. An angel. Like, it's just like she's, and he's like, and everybody knows who she is. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yes. He's like, and I don't know who she is. And I'm like, yes. Yes. He's like, why don't I? I'm like, I don't know. But you don't. Anyway, that's Bella Hadid. Um, she, what was she doing? Give us a, like, where, where did we see her? I saw her at a fondue restaurant. We were sitting at, like, opposite ends of the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, she was there with her boyfriend. I didn't even know she had a boyfriend. I feel like that's a minor mm-hmm. no. Um, yeah, she's really pretty in person. Really tiny, really skinny, and she's only as tall mm-hmm. as you are, which is kind of wild. Really, I like think of her as being super tall. You are super tall. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm taller than average, but I like, I like I have friends who are like five ten, five eleven. They're tall. You're tall. Like, uh, but like when I think, but like for a model, like a model is usually like five nine, five ten. I'm like five seven. So for her, like an angel, I expected her to be like 5'11", weirdly. Maybe it's also just because she's so skinny, I assume that she's really tall. Yeah, she was really skinny, but she was really pretty in person, which was kind of nice because like, because she was like, she was there. It was just kind of nice. Well, I'm just, oh, she's black. She was in <laughs> ski pants, like black ski pants, like a white turtleneck, like with her hair in braids, like fresh off the mm-hmm. slopes. Like she didn't put herself together for this. Yeah. Like right. she just was. And you never get okay, to see okay. models just kind of, like, existing like that. Yeah, that's true. I know what you mean. And, like, that was the exact same outfit that my sister and I wore on the ski slopes. And we are like, what are the people? Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she was just, like, a normal person. Yeah, just existing. And, like, nobody made yeah. a big deal of it because, like, it's Aspen and, like, you got to play it cool. 
But yeah, I don't know. Was the fondue good? Fondue was fantastic. Oh my God. It was so good. That's my second celebrity sighting, and I've never seen a celebrity in New York City. That's crazy. My other celebrity was Josh Gad, the guy who plays Olaf. We oh, yeah, I've seen him. <laughs> yeah, we went on a hike together in Hawaii, and he helped me across a river. Very nice man. Really? He was there with his family. He was Uncle Josh. Oh, my God. Wait, that's crazy. I've just seen him, like, on the street. No, we, we held hands across a river, so, like, that was a magical moment. That's beautiful. And like, Sounds like, like you guys have something really special. Yeah, and I remember, I, my family was talking about celebrity sightings when we were, like, you know, at the restaurant with Belle Hadid. And I told them about this. And they're like, Madeline, that never happened. I was like, you were all there. I told you all about it in the moment. I'm like, not my fault that you didn't know who Josh Gad was and didn't get to hold hands with him. But True. I did, so. <laughs> I feel like that'd be me, though. Like, a lot of the celebrities that my roommates see, I'm like, I don't know who that is. So there was no chance of me recognizing them in the first place. I think I also went to church with mm-hmm. the actress who plays Blair Waldorf's mom, but I'm not possible. <gasps> Love. But that was in New York City. And that was kind of like, I'm not sure, because now she's, like, older and just looks like every other lady Mm -hmm. in the city. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fair. Okay. My current obsession is the Percy Jackson TV show. I love it because while it is a little modernized, it is so similar to the books. And it's, like, exactly what was happening inside my head. Mm -hmm. I read it in, like, high school. I was a little late to the game. Actually, I read the first Mm -hmm. one in fifth grade, but I read the rest of my high school. I don't know. I think they're just doing a really good job with it. And it's, like, really cute. And, like, I love that they are, like, age-appropriate. Like, they're supposed to be, like, 11 years old in the book, and they're, like, 11 years old in the movie, and they're acting like 11-year-olds. Like, is that so hard to see on television? Like, age-appropriate kids doing Mm age-appropriate stuff. Yeah, I love it. I mean, I've only seen the first episode. I didn't realize that the rest were out. Wait, what is it on? I forget what I was it on Disney Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Now I'm even like questioning how I watched it because I watched it at home and I don't think we have a Disney Plus account. Um, <laughs> interesting, but yeah, it's literally like my little dream come true. So I need to get on watching the rest. No, it's so good. I'm every Tuesday. That's my my Tuesday night plans. That's beautiful. If you need a Disney Plus password, I can text you. That's so nice. I do. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Doesn't get more positive than that, guys. Yep, that, that's all I got for positivity right now. <laughs> yep. Hey, this is Madeline. And I'm Abby. And you're listening to your Lucky You're Cute. Welcome to the show. This trend is kind of um, circulating on TikTok and... It's basically people coming on and sharing the things that they're struggling with in life because social media is usually a high, highlight reel. I think that's like what makes it fun a little bit, but also I think it's good to remind ourselves and each other like sometimes like kind of what's what's going on, how we're really feeling about certain things. So that's what we're doing today. <laughs> Although we were talking about this episode before we started recording and both of us kind of agree that we've manifested negativity by by doing this episode because we both caught in the call and we're like (sighs) like literally like I woke up this morning in a sense of panic so take from that what you will 
I've been having stress dreams, like so many stress dreams the past week, and I haven't had a stress dream since college. So it's been like over a year. In the past week, I've had dreams where I'm taking care of multiple dogs and multiple cats, and I keep forgetting to feed them and let them out. And I like don't even like cats. So why am I having stress dreams about cats that I'm responsible for? Last night, I had a stress dream that my parents chopped down my childhood treehouse without telling me. And I just showed up one day and it was gone. And I was like, I didn't even get to say goodbye to my treehouse. Like, that was causing me stress. Because you're growing up. Right? And I was like, this is just a growing up dream. I need to call my mom later and be like, if you ever think about cutting down that treehouse, like, you need to let me know ahead of time. Yeah. I had a second stress dream last night that I bought tickets to go see a show with my friends. And then I get there and these tickets were like $85. And I don't have a lot of money right now. So that's a lot of money. And I get there and they're like, yeah, that's a scam. We don't actually have your tickets. And I was like, cool, 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 cool. So, You're covering a lot of bases anyway, with these dreams. Right? Just like, I feel like it matches my life. Just like stress coming from all sides. And like, you don't know what's going to happen next. You got cats, mm-hmm. you got tree houses, you got, this was like a mermaid musical that like doesn't exist <laughs> in my, and like. That does sound like something you would buy tickets to. Um, <laughs> Okay, that's, like, what's going on in my fictional head. Here's what's going on in, like, right. the real world. Okay, let's hear it. I'm feeling overwhelmed. <laughs> Can you tell? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, couldn't tell. I'm, Not even a little bit. I'm so frazzled and overwhelmed, and I'm juggling way too many things and just feel like... Did you ever play Pizza Palace on Webkins when you were younger? No. I played Papa's Pizzeria. I'm sure that's similar. Do you have like mm-hmm. customers coming in and they're asking for pizza and mm-hmm. you need to put them in the oven and then you need to put the toppings on and you need to like do all this. They need to, right? Yeah. That's what mm-hmm. I feel. I'm like yep. something's going to burn. Something's going to get forgotten. I'm going to make the wrong type of pizza and somebody's going to get mad. Mm-hmm. Someone's going to get mad. Someone's going to get mad. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what side it's coming from, but I'm juggling way too many things and I'm running back and forth across mm-hmm. my kitchen, checking on each individual little project because they're not all the same because why would I mm-hmm. be able to pick one passion in life? Right. <laughs> Trying to get it off. You crazy girl. Anyway, positive, I'm working on two weddings this spring. One, I'm just doing the day of. Um, mm-hmm. I'm doing the rehearsal. I'm doing the day of. I'm doing the timeline. I'm, like, doing all that. I feel pretty good about yeah. that. That's a big deal. Right? That's exciting. Except uh-huh. I didn't realize that the wedding that I agreed to work is right in the middle of my vacation to Hawaii. Um, so what are you gonna do well now I have to have a conversation with my boss tomorrow who doesn't like me saying that I (laughs) I want to move the vacation days that I already asked for bumped it up a little bit I would like to work from home on said vacation Mm -hmm. um so I can just take three travel days to do the wedding and go back and forth um and she hates my guts so like that's gonna be a fun conversation (laughs) Wow, um, you have that look forward to. Well, that, that's my conversation for tomorrow. That's causing me a lot of existential dread. Um, why does that be mean? Like, our company is hybrid, but I know she's going to give me a hard time about it. Oh, that's so stressful. So stressful. But, you know, positive side, I do I do have a wedding that I'm working by myself, first one, <laughs> freelance. We're doing it. Woo! Yay! <laughs> it's happening. It's happening either way. It's happening. Um... I also have a second, my second wedding that I'm working on is my couple friend that's, they're getting married in 2025. So we're starting the process of figuring out their budget, making their guest list. Like we're doing that from scratch, like looking at venues. Mm -hmm. And I've never done this whole process before. Mm -hmm. And I said, like, I would do it with them, like as experience. And they said they'd love the help and like, whatever. 
But, like, I actually, I have to go and figure it out. Like, I have to figure out how to plan a wedding. Like, if I was getting married next year, like, I'm planning a wedding. That's crazy. I mean, that's going to be such a good experience, though. It is. But, like, I literally have, like, I have to gather my thoughts and organize it. Right. And then I... That in itself do, is, like, a whole job. Not only do I have to, like, figure out how to do it, but I have to present it to somebody else. And that's them. And co- confidently present it of, like, this is what you should do for your wedding. For your one day. Yep. <laughs> yeah. No pressure. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, wait. That reminds me. Wait, can I interlude this really please, quickly with something? Please interlude I saw, as much as you want. So I saw this thing on TikTok that was like an Am I the Asshole post on Reddit. And I'm so curious what your take on this because I think I'm the asshole. No, I think the other person in the situation is the asshole and I'm acting accordingly. Of course. Okay, so this woman posted something on Reddit where her and her husband are getting married and his little sister has recently got diagnosed with cancer. She's like 15 and it's a, it's a form of cancer that's not um, fatal or she's very likely going to survive. But his parents approached them and said, your sister's dream is to be married. There's a chance she's not going to be married. Can half of their, your wedding be her wedding? Like, can she invite all of her friends, be in a white dress? And they were, like, super, like, crazy, kind of not, like, offended, but, like, surprised that they had asked them of this, ask this of them. Um, I personally think that the parents are the asshole. Like, I think that's kind of an outrageous ask. What do you think? What's your take on this? No, you can't. Yeah. You can't. Sorry. Because my thing is, like, either way, like, both, I, that would be my one day. And her one day. Like, we only all get one wedding. And I feel like that's going to, people are, it's going to draw attention to it. It's going to put a negative spin on the day. Like, I think it's so much better to be just, like, give her, like, the maid of honor. Or give her, like, a bridesmaid position. Like, give her, like, a little speech. Or, like, let her do a speech. And, I don't know, like, include her a lot more. Mm-hmm. And definitely, like, take her dress shopping. Like, get her the nice dress. Like, you can do it that way. And, like... But you don't need to take the spotlight away to enjoy something. Yeah. I was like, I completely agree. I think there are ways to, like, make it special for her, too. But, like, I just think that's outrageous. I couldn't. I mean, I would feel so bad saying no, but I think that I would have to say no. That's crazy. Yeah. And they even said, like, they want her, instead of their first dance, they, they wanted to make her first dance with her boyfriend. They're both, like, 15. That's weird. That's just that just crosses into weird territory. Yeah, I think it, I think it's bizarre. Anyways, continue. I just wanted to ask your take on that. I want to take Quartet out real fast, just because she's staring at the door. Okay, sounds good. I'll be right back. Quartet, guys. Normally, when Madeline's gone, I would just sing to the to the um the mic, but unfortunately, today is no singing occasion. <laughs> you don't have a song um, in your heart. I don't have a song in my heart. I just feel overwhelmed. Melancholy, if you will. That was a good call on my part because she just had some diarrhea outside. Let's applaud your instincts, your motherly instincts. That would have been so bad. I'm so glad that was outside. <laughs> oh, God. That would have been like the cherry on top of this episode. <laughs> I just saw her standing there. I was like, Abby, I gotta go. I got. I gotta go. A mother knew. A mother just knows. Oh my god. 
Anyway, another thing I'm stressed about is that I'm not spending enough time working with Quartet. And every time I go to puppy class, they say, like, oh, she's so good. She's so this. But, like, I just feel like I could be working with her more and taking her on more outings and taking her on longer walks. And, you know, just, like, I feel like it's the mothering guilt where I'm like, am I doing enough? Am I raising yeah. my <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, can't you just take her, like, with you when you have outings that, like, you already need to do, like, the grocery store and stuff? She's not big enough to go in the grocery store yet. Oh. Or don't, not like, yeah, they don't do that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she would still try to eat everything. And like, it just, it's, it's It'd be chaotic. It's chaotic. And like, it's yeah. cold, so I don't want to go outside. Mm. I mean, that's fair. At least like the winter's like kind of almost over. Is it? At least it in just, my head. It's just started. Oh. It's almost over for me. <laughs> I, we have, like, 80 more days-ish of winter here. You, Yeah. So when you put it I'm like just, that. I'm just settling in for winter. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I just want to hibernate through the whole thing. Speaking of things that I feel like I'm not doing well enough, I have been teaching a dance class for my fifth graders. And I want to start choreographing little combos for each dance class. And I did it this week, and they loved it. And I was like, well, now I need to do this every other week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's just, like, another thing on my to-do list is that I need to come up with dances for my little girls. Yeah, those those things are also hard to find time for because they're not the highest of priority. So it's easy to backburner them and then feel guilty about yes, doing that. Pretty much. Um, also, I want to go skiing this winter. And because my parents got me an icon pass, so I'm like, I want to go and take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, even though my ski pass is paid for, I still need to pay for gas to get myself there, pay for meals while I'm there. Mm-hmm. I have to go get new ski boots, which I'm doing tonight, and that all costs money and takes time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm like, well, I'll feel guilty if I don't, and I'll feel guilty if I do because I'm spending the money or I'm not using the pass. Right. No, that's fair. Yeah. Oh, and I haven't had time to call my friends and reconnect. Like, I haven't talked to Isabel or Carolyn in, like, months, and I need to. That's, like, very – I will say that part specifically is very unlike you because you're very good at, like, staying well-connected. I'm not. Like, I weirdly, like – I enjoy my isolation to some extent, but you are someone who is always, like, reconnecting with your friends. I try, but I feel like – I'm at the time where I'm like, okay, like, you know, it's time to, like, check in. Like, it's been a while, and, like, I haven't mm-hmm. had the time to. And I'm like, but it's, like, on my to-do list of call these people, call these people. Like, it keeps getting pushed back each week. Call these people, call these people. Cross out next week. Call these people, call these people. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> just need to call them. And, like, again, like, it's something I'm putting on my own to-do list, and it's, like, again, like, it's not the end of the world, but, like, I do feel like it's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, This podcast, I want to put more effort into this podcast. I want to work on our social media and plan things out and work on our sweatshirts, which we ordered and they came in and they're orange, which is, you know, they're not supposed to be orange. They're not supposed to be orange. They're supposed to be red. And now they're orange. So I'll be making phone calls after this of figuring out how to get those to be red. Red. (laughs) And the thing is, I'm like, I'm so frazzled that I was really staring at that orange in my head, trying to make it red, like with my eyes. (laughs) And it wasn't happening. Like, please be red. I can't take it. Please be red. And it's just like bright orange just staring at me. It's like, I'm orange, actually. 
And I was like, of course. Typical. Um, this week I was stressed. I got my flight got delayed back from Aspen four mm-hmm. hours. I got home at midnight when I was supposed to get home at like five o'clock. Oh, that's so annoying, especially because. Like, if that was me, I'd be excited to get back at five. I'd be like, oh, great. I have all evening. Oh, yeah. And then you're like, mm. Yep. I was going to unpack. I was going to unwind. Andre was going to come over. Um, but no. None of that got to happen. Um, and then I was stressed because I was like, well, I'm, I'm busy for the next week. So that was Sunday. I got back on Sunday. Monday, I teach dance. Tuesday, my sister's going away party. Tonight, he works. So I wouldn't be able to see him then. Mm-hmm. Thursday, we're recording an episode. Friday, I have my office party. Saturday, it's your birthday party. Sunday, I'm driving back from New York. Monday, I teach dance. So I was like, okay, I'll see you next Tuesday, I guess, after already being away for like a week. I was like, that's like can you can you like come over during the day or something at all? We found time. He came over yesterday after dance at like 8.30 and I stayed mm-hmm. up with him till like midnight, which is late for me. Mm-hmm. Um, that is late for you. Right? And he's going to come over Thursday after we record our episode. And I said, that's on you, boy. Just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> Decisions made. No backing out. <laughs> no backing out. But yeah, I that so we did find time. But when I didn't think I was going to okay, see him for like two weeks straight, I was like panicking about oh, that. Oh, God. It's also hard seeing someone in, like, small intervals like that. Like, I like making a lot of time. Like, if I'm going to see someone, I'd rather make a lot of time. And then you have to, like, squeeze people in here and there. It's, like, a stress. It's stressful. I also feel like it's disrespectful. Like, I know it's, like, it's out of, like, like me caring for him and, like, wanting to see time for him. But I also feel like, like, nobody wants to be squeezed in. Like, oh, like mm-hmm. I can fit you in between this time and this time. Like, that's just, I don't know. I don't like that. That's fair, but I think also it shows that you're, like, prioritizing him. I hope so. Um, I just got a promotion at work, which is super exciting. You know, positive things again. However, mm-hmm. my training for that new position is minimal. Really? At best. The... I have a woman who comes and sits with me, like, for an hour, like, three times a week. So, it's, like, three hours of training mm-hmm. on, like, a 40-hour-a-week position. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, like, helps me with things I have questions on. But anytime there's something new, she's like, oh, I'll just do it. And I'm like, okay, but if you just do it, then I'm never going to learn how to do it. Yeah, then you don't know how to do it. Then I don't know how to do it. And I'm like... S-. It's kind of a relief in the moment, but then in the long term, it's not Yeah, so I'm like, I really just need you to, to, like, actually teach me how to do it. And then my my boss, who's the one who's really supposed to be training me doesn't mm-hmm. and I'm like the one that you know the one I have to have that talk with tomorrow about moving my vacation oh that boss that boss yeah exciting exciting <laughs> oh um also I'm I'm broke currently <laughs> broke, broke 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 I get paid on Friday and then I will be less broke broke currently Woo. broke broke <laughs> this weekend I had less than a hundred dollars in my bank account total <laughs> I love when that happens. <laughs> That's brutal. Girl bossing way too close to the side oh of that one. Oh, my God. I was like, we cut that one so close. I mean, like, it's, it's like, technically in negatives because I owe my mom money and I owe you a money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I was watching this show about money on Netflix. It's actually really good. Um, I wish I could remember what it was called. <laughs> but it's really helpful. It's about, like, taking control of your life financially. In the show... The host was 
going over this girl's like living expenses. And she was talking about how there was this one fee for her apartment that she didn't even anticipate. And it was like a crazy amount of money. And I was like, Madeline has that fee. Madeline has that fee. <laughs> I knew exactly the fee because you and I have talked about it. Like, what is it? Like a the homeowners or like something? Homeowners association. Is that the one I'm talking about though? That's like the tax, expensive. The taxes, homeowners taxes. Maybe, I don't know. But you were telling me about this one fee that you have that's like comparable to your mortgage. Taxes. And it's like three times a year or something. That's taxes. But it was, like, a not a usual ta- – what was it? It was a – was it your regular taxes? I thought it was something different that you, like, didn't anticipate be a thing. Oh, I think – I forget what it was, but I think it was, um, like, service fees for buying a house. Yeah, yeah. I really think, I think that is what it was. And it was, like, like three times a year or something. <laughs> like, that's yeah. not what it was, but it was something that's, like, okay, pay, like, pay the premium on your house, but then also, like like, not even lawyer's fees, but, like – yeah, some extra premium of, mm. okay, pay this much three times a year for, like, a year. And I'm like, I don't have that money. <laughs> <sighs> oh, and I was doing so good for a while. But then my Christmas spending, I thought, was going to end up over two months. Like, I thought it was going to be, like, half November, half December's bill. Mm-hmm. All showed up on December's bill. I was like, oh. oh. Good, 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 good. Yep, that's goes. There goes everything. And like, I know I'll get it back quickly because I don't normally spend that much money. Mm-hmm. But this month, I we're hiring a photographer. We're renting yeah. space. I want to go on some trips. <laughs> um, and I've got taxes, homeowners taxes to pay. So, like, that's I forgot that tax season is coming up too. Yep, tax taxes, mortgage, travel because we want to save for our Vietnam trip want to go skiing things for the podcast yep it's all just it's all hitting at once and i'm like this would be mm-hmm. fine if we just spread it out over a like bit. a six month period I'm like, even like a two month period even a three month period but like all at once i'm like i'm just one yeah. girl yeah like, it's a lot these taxes are made for like a fa- like a dual income family i'm so not a dual income family i'm just a girl with four yeah. jobs okay <laughs> and a dog and a dog like i'm just doing my best you have a mouth to feed Oh my god! But do you know how you hear dis- that person just screaming from the street? No, but do you know how disheartening it is to look at like? Because last year, when I was living with my parents before I bought my house, I had like, you know, a good chunk of money in the bank, which is why I was able to buy mm-hmm. my condo. And I was like, it was like I felt good. I was like, I'm so good at saving. Like I'm so financially savvy. <laughs> and this year to look at like you have eighty dollars in the bank. I was like, oh my god! <laughs> like cool, 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 cool. <laughs> So um, oh I'm just God. eating everything in my fridge this week and not going to the grocery store. <laughs> Luckily, they fed us lunch at work twice this week, and I took home leftovers both meals. Um, yeah, that's that's me. If I were you, I'd be going home to eat. My mom said she's like, if you need money, we can give it to you. And I'm like, yeah, but like I'm trying to do this thing called independence. Trying. <laughs> You're trying. Anyway, you know, just and like. Generally, I do think I'm good with money, but you know, you can't win them all. Sometimes mm-hmm. things just come up unexpectedly and take all your savings. It happens. It happens. And you know, that's, that's the conclusion there. Um, also, side note, because I've been so busy with all this other stuff, I haven't been able to work out the way that I'm used to. So body image is also something I'm struggling with this week. I mean, mm-hmm. I did just go skiing for a week, but I feel like that's different. 
I don't know. Like, it's also, like, winter uglies. Like, I'm pale. Like, yeah, it's easy to feel. Like, I have to, like, make myself pretty for this photo shoot. Like, I'm going to tan and, like, do my nails and, like, try to pull it together. Everything shower. (laughs) But, like, I'm just feeling blah. Yeah, it's hard in the winter. Like, I swear for the first month of winter, I'm like, wow, okay, this is a year. I'm fighting it. And then, like, January rolls around. I'm like, oh, my God. I don't want to leave my house. I do not feel like my summer self. Exactly. I'm like, in the summer, like, I feel great. And then in the winter, I'm like, Ugh. I think I also have food addiction or anxiety around food scarcity. I'm not really sure which mm-hmm. one. I'm also mm-hmm. not really sure if it's its own thing or if it's cause of other stress. Right. But like, I don't know. I feel like I always eat to the point where I'm like really full and I feel like I don't mm-hmm. do that. But if I don't, then I get stressed about it. And I'm like, why are you making, yeah. why are you making this a thing? Like, I wonder, I mean, for me, when I do that, I notice that I'm doing that because I'm so stressed that I won't have time later in my day to eat that I'm like, oh my God, I need to prepare for the possibility that I won't mm-hmm. have time for lunch until 5 p.m. But I'm doing and that, then that just gets single meal. Yeah. And then that gets something I get, I just become accustomed to eating like that. Yeah. I think that's what it is. But it's like at every single mm-hmm. meal and I'm like really trying to like, I don't know, be more present when I eat and be like, okay, like chill. Mm-hmm. And also like carrying eating kind yeah, of. Yeah. And also carrying snacks with me. That way I don't panic and think that there's no food. Yeah. I think that's a big one. Because like I, if if there's no food, I'm like, I'm never gonna eat again. Like, do I have a car and a credit card in a grocery store? Yeah. But like I will my brain will convince itself that there's like no more food. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that's like a very winter one too. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's my little squirrel brain in me that's like, I need to collect nuts. I need to collect for winter. <laughs> You're literally saving for winter, and that's okay. Uh, You're preparing for the harsh winter months. Oh, uh, and I know it's so illogical, but like, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's me. That is a lot, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> I'm just if I had any strength to muster, I would send some to you. Nuts. Nuts? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, little squirrel. Strength. You're sending strength. See, I'm losing it. <laughs> I mean, I'd send you nuts, too, if that's really what you want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> like, um, I don't know. I'm just fighting demons. That's all. Me too. I think for me, I'm fighting just, like, straight panic. Like, I'm leaving on my trip in a week, and I'm feeling very panicked about that. Not necessarily the actual trip. Like, I know once I get somewhere, I'm going to be really excited, and I know it's going to be worth it. Um, but just the idea that I'm, like, upending my entire life is dawning on me. Um I think one thing I've been really struggling with lately is certainty. Like, I feel like every single decision that, I mean, I don't feel like every single decision that I make is going to have some opportunity to cost. Like, kind of like what you're saying. Like, if you spend a lot of time doing one thing, that's time that you're not going to spend doing something else. And something that I'm struggling with is, like, deciding what is the decision that is worth all the time. Like, that is worth opportunity cost especially in the context of like my career. I know you were kind of touching on this earlier, but like something that I struggle with is like, I've never been the kind of person with only one big interest. And that's 
hard. Like, I don't think we talk about this. Like, there's this idea that you're born with one thing you're meant to do, with one, like, interest, with one, like, talent, one skill, whatever. And this isn't my, like, oh, I'm just good at so many things. But more just, like, I see major benefits to so many different careers. Like, there's so many different careers that I'm really interested in and, like, my experience would align with. But at some point, I need to choose. And I... I'm still unsure about what decision I want to choose, which path I want to commit to. And then going off that, I have decision fatigue, even though I'm making no decisions. Like I'm tired of thinking about decisions. I don't know. It's like I was in college and I was like, okay, by the time I'm a sophomore, I'm going to have it figured out. And then junior year rolls around. I was like, okay, it's fine. It's fine. And then senior year rolls around. And then I was like, okay. Hmm. (laughs) And yeah, it's not to say that I don't, you know, have major goals and stuff because I do. It's just that I have so many of them and I don't know which one to prioritize right now. Um, the other thing that I've noticed about myself is I feel like I'm, I don't think I'm a very intuitive person. Like I, I could be wrong, but I tend to overthink things so much that I like bypass any intuition and I can't decipher what's in my intuition because I'm just overthinking everything. Um, like, I really want to be more of a doer and less of a thinker. Unfortunately, I feel like right now I'm being, like, very much a thinker. Um, and like you, I'm stressed financially. Which is great because I like, owe you money. <laughs> really well, if this makes you feel better. I'm not too stressed about my immediate situation. <laughs> if that is any condolence, if that is any like distress to you. I'm like, about my current situation, I feel fine about it. It's like, I'm going to be able to pay for everything that I need to pay for in the next six months, but not, but what stresses me out is after that. Like I've saved a good amount of money to be able to do this trip. And then I'm going to be broke, broke. <laughs> So that's more, it's like an anticipatory stress financially where I'm like, holy shit, like I'm fine now, but there's going to become a time where I'm going to be really stressed. And I don't know if I'm going to need to like go home and like stay with my parents for like a month while I like apply for jobs and stuff when I get back, or if I'm going to be jumping into grad school, like I really have no idea. Um, Like either of the career paths that I'm pretty interested in have really solid salaries. Um, but I'm stressed about getting there a little bit. Like I know I'm capable of it, but it's both of the careers that I want take time, take like 10 years time. Like you need a PhD. Um, So I'm stressed about getting there. And then lately, this is like a new stress for me. I'm worried about taking it to the next level. Like, I don't know if you like, I'm not someone, I mean, I guess no one is, but I don't just want to be financially secure. Like, it really matters to me to be more than financially secure because there are certain things in my life that I really value, like traveling, that you need to be more than just comfortable to do the way that I want to do them. So what stresses me out is like getting to a point where I have a solid career, like I'm making like, I don't know, I have a solid career, but I want to take it to the next level. And that is already stressing me out about how I'm going to do that. Um, Yeah, like I want to have the freedom to travel and like treat my loved ones, like even my parents, like they've done so much for me. Like I want to be able to treat them and like 
have a really balanced lifestyle where I don't feel like I'm like a, I don't know. Yeah. Yes. Pretty girl on the front. Madeline's raising her hands. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the reason why I'm not stressed about that. And maybe, okay. and maybe that'll help you. Every single year since I've graduated, which granted hasn't been that long, I've made more money than the year prior. Mm-hmm. And like, yes, I'm broke. But I know broke. that I'm going to be able to afford everything in time. Like this month mm-hmm. is an exception. Most months I'm very comfortable. Yeah. And I'm still making more and more money each year. So if I think if you just like continue that trajectory of just like continuing to better yourself, continuing to work hard, continuing to push that limit, you're going to get there. It might take a while, but you're definitely going to get there. Yeah, I think that's true. I think the stress around it comes from the original stress, which is like, it's hard for me to feel secure in a path because I haven't necessarily chosen one. That's probably true. So I think that's where it's coming from. It's like, if I had, a, if I just, you know, graduated and I got an entry-level job that I wouldn't even mind if it was like a shitty pay. Like, we all have to start somewhere. Only way to go is up. That would weirdly make me feel more comfortable than where I'm at. Like, what stresses me out is the fact that financially I'm doing well right now, but it's it has an end. (laughs) Like that is not going to last. So that's leading to some panic. I do have like, I don't even know what's a good amount of money saved. I have a decent amount of money saved outside of like my trip. Um, I think it's different per person. Yeah. But I just, right. But I think I need to, I don't know. I, I think I need to stop anticipating like, bad things that are going to happen and just like hope for the best and work for the best I feel like we had the same conversation a year ago before you graduated college where you were like I don't know what I'm going to be doing a year from now (laughs) and like here you are doing stuff and I told you that and I'm like you're going to be doing stuff and you said well that's true and I said yep don't you feel better you're like yeah a little bit (laughs) yeah I mean that that, you're right we're doing it again I'm like you're like I don't know what I'm gonna be doing a year from now I'm like yeah but you're gonna be doing something yeah I th- honestly like you're really good with words. <laughs> I actually remember this now. You you said that verbatim. I don't know what you're going to be doing, but you're going to be doing something, and it made me feel so much better. So I think I need to just keep that in mind. Like you, you've already um, done it. You've already done the. I don't know what I'm doing a year from now. Panic. And that's wor- true. And it worked out. So that's true. And I do have like when I get back from my trip, I know that I'm going to have decisions from grad schools. I'm. Jenny, if I get in, I'm going to decide, do I go or do I just like apply for a lab manager job that's going to help me work up to applying for a PhD? Am I going to write more? Like I have, I know the things on my list that I'm going to consider when the time comes. And at the time, I'm just going to have to make what decision feels best to me. Um, you can move back with your parents. You can move in with me. you got options. Yeah, that's true. I got options. Um, and then as far as this like little career break I'm taking – to go backpacking I just feel like it's really a huge test of like every perfectionist tendency in me like I've always been like a, okay we got, we always got to be on the up and up kind of person like I've always got to be working I've always got to be growing 
and I, I am working and growing and, but in a different way than what I imagined, like taking a six month break from my career gives me a real sense of panic. But I also know that like, I'm trying to remind myself that six months is a tiny, 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 tiny blip of time. Like when we are in our fifties or whatever, we are not going to care at all. Oh my God. Sorry. I don't know. My phone was doing that. When we are like in our fifties, we are not going to care at all about distinguishing whether we started our careers at 23 or 25 or 27. That is going to mean nothing to us. And I am confident in the fact that like, I know that I'm always gonna be a hard worker and get there. But right now I'm like, it stresses me out that I'm prioritizing something else in my life for the first time. And I'm really proud of myself, but I'm fighting the demons on that one a little bit. Do you feel like you're going to be like regressing during that time or like you're going to be losing progress or what's the, what's the, the distance? It's not, it's not regressing. It's I feel like I'm losing out on further process progress. Like, but you're not, but it feels you're just, like you're just pressing pause on it. You're not like, that is true. I think, for example, the labs I'm working in right now are going to be so beneficial to my career. Like I'm working under researchers that are absolutely renowned in their industries and like will write me great letters of recommendation if they know me. And they even one of the um, researchers semi offered me a job for when I get back a lab manager job and this other girl I'm working with. But, you know, when the day comes, she's going to say I worked here for a year and I'm going to say I worked here for six months. So it's stuff like that where I know that I'm not regressing. I'm going to be having experiences that are going to serve me the rest of my life. And I plan on like writing a lot while I'm away and like recording a lot and stuff. But more in terms of like, I'm going to be six months further back than I would have been. Um, and then, sorry. You know, when you're studying in college and you like have a big exam the next day and like you're studying like really hard, like you're making the flashcards, you're reading the books, like you're making the notes, like making the outline and then you get hungry and then you stop for dinner mm-hmm. and then you go back and you're like, okay, I can focus better now. That's what I think this trip is for you. Like you're like, I'm working really hard, but like, you know what? You need to like switch your brain a little bit. You need to refresh, fuel up and then get back to it better than you did before. I think you are so wise. <laughs> like your analogies for everything never fail to amaze me, but they're always so good. Um, the last thing that's really stressing me out right now is the guy that I'm seeing and not it's <laughs> you predicted this. Um, it's because it's going so well that I'm like, holy shit, I'm about to leave the country for six months. And on one hand, I'm like, I know that what is supposed to happen is going to happen. And I totally accept that. I'm fine with that. But I'm having anticipatory sadness. And I'm like scared that I'm going to get to where I'm going and be sad. And I don't want that. Like, I know I'm going to be fine. I'm very good at like compartmentalizing. So I know that I'm going to be totally fine and happy. But part of me wishes that the timing was just so different. Um, and yeah. Oh my God. Tea. I have tea, by the way. Ooh. Guess who texted me? Well, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say Ben. No. 
not Ben. The guy who you dated for three months, and I forget his name, but we don't like him. No, he's so irrelevant. Yeah. So sorry, Owen. (laughs) (laughs) If there's one thing I will do, it's name drop. Also, I was thinking, sorry. (laughs) My brain is so scattered. So one of the episodes that we're doing (laughs) this year is the worst things men have said to us. And I was just mulling, you know, as I do. I was thinking about some good content. And one of the things I thought about was when Owen and I were dating. And he was like, at the end, I like had just broken up with him. And I don't think he realizes how bad of a relationship that was for me. But for me, that was like a pretty bad relationship. And he made a comment along the lines of like, my last girlfriend, like when we broke up, I at least knew like she was the kind of person that I was always better off for having her in my life. And I, she was like, and he goes, and I feel the same way about you. Like I'm better off for knowing you. And my fucking thought was, God, I wish I could say the fucking same. <laughs> I wish I could reciprocate, dude. I wish I could, but I freaking can't. And that just rings in my ears. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, nice for you. Yeah, I was like, happy must to be help. a good fucking feeling. <laughs> so happy to help. Um, um, I have no idea. Is it a girl or is it a guy? It's a guy. One might say the guy. You are forgetting about my one actual relationship. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, we never say his name, so I really don't remember <laughs> Yes, he was. <laughs> he was not the name. What is it? He must not be named. He must not be um, named. We never say his name. So like, yeah, we never like, say his name. I that is so know true. No, that is absolutely true. Like in a weird way, like it's an honor that Owen gets a name and Ben gets it <laughs> because they didn't fuck me over to the same extent. So like they get at least can keep some sense of identity. Um, I'm like really racking my brain for a name and I got nothing. <laughs> like that's how okay, bad so, we don't talk about him. That's true. Like, literally, he never comes up in conversation. Like, we talk about it, but, like, he doesn't get a name. No. Um, Okay, so that one. Um, He texted me. (laughs) Gross. I know. Nothing. He said, can I help you? Or, no, 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 sorry. No, sorry. He said, can you help me with something? Or decide something or something? No. Um. So you responded? No. No. You did it. No. Yay. Um my God. But what's his name? I'll edit it out. Can you bleep it out? Can you that'd be really funny? Yeah, I'll bleep it out. (laughs) Yep, you're right. You're right. That is the name. We have said it a few times, but it really doesn't get said. Yeah, it really doesn't. Not super relevant. (laughs) Um See, so, yeah, I, we give too many nicknames me. out, but, like, see, I don't even know the real names anymore. I know. I know. I'm also tired, so, like, I think if you asked me later today, I would have got it, but. <laughs> Fair. Right now? No, Fair. No, no names are coming to mind. Well, that's me, guys. Yikes. Do you have any? Yeah. <laughs> I, like, really feel like I'm going to need to, like, go get myself a little treat or something today. I need to I okay so around my like financial stuff right because I'm stressed about that I've been trying to reframe my thinking about it and instead of thinking as like the scarcity mindset I'm trying to like enjoy what I have Mm -hmm. like I already like I have a closet full of clothes I have a makeup case full of skincare I have food in my kitchen and 
I don't really need much else. So I'm really trying to be content with what I already have and get out of the consumer mindset. Yeah, I think in general, it's a it, it applies really well to everything. Like even in terms of like career stuff, relationship stuff, like you are only going to be at this stage in your life once. Mm-hmm. And it's probably, whether it was this way or not, it's probably something you're going to look back on fondly. So like you're, I, at least for me, I feel like this stage in my life, while it's really confusing and really like um, up in the air, I'm going to look back and be like, wow, like I was so free. I had so much freedom. You know what I was thinking about last week? What? I really enjoy feeling heartbroken. No. Oh my God, me too. I can't tell you. Every time that I, something ends with someone, I never feel more alive. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like, like wow, it's, it's, so, it's so cool that I can feel this intensely. Yeah. Like, you know what oh I God. mean? Like, it's just, I know like, exactly what you mean. Like, I don't know sweet about the human experience that you can care about something so much that you're that upset about it after it ends and like Mm -hmm. think about it like on and on and on like I don't know like it's like yes it's an uncomfortable feeling being disappointed Mm -hmm. or upset or heartbroken or whatever it is but like I also kind of enjoy sitting in that stage of it because you don't really Mm -hmm. get like, you only get so many heartbreaks, you only get so many loves, you only get so many whatevers in your lifetime. Like, I really want to experience them all fully. Yeah, that's really true. It reminds me of this quote from my favorite book, Untamed. It's something like, um, grief is the, like, is the proof that we have loved or something like that. Yes. Like, I don't know. That's something I've been feeling, thinking this week is like, yes, I'm stressed, but like, aren't you so lucky to have things to be stressed about? Mm-hmm. I think that's really true. I don't know. Like, I think that's really, really true. Like, you you are stressed because you have a guy that you uh-huh. really... Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> you have a house. You have a dog. You have a job that, like, is just about to, like, take off exactly. with the weddings. And, like, I'm stressed because I'm about to do something that I've always wanted to do and always been too scared to. And I like someone, like... Ugh. A lot. I something someone <laughs> for the first time in like years and years. And I have so much here with me right now that I would be leaving behind. And I think you're right. Like the stresses that we have really come from, or the stresses about the things that we don't have come from this like gratitude for the things that we do and that we like the way things are. And that change is kind of scary. Yeah. It's all just growing pains. And all these things that are bothering us this week and, like, causing me to go into a frenzy are, they're going to be good things. They're going to turn into amazing, wonderful things. It's just this awkward in-between period that sucks. But I think it's like, you know, like, we're in our little cocoon and then we're going to be a beautiful butterfly. (laughs) That's so true. And for everybody listening, like, I think this is a good reminder that we come on here every week and we talk about, like, our insights and what we've learned and how we've grown and stuff, but we are not exempt from really struggling and really not knowing and like making mistakes and then making better choices and like all the things that make us human, like we're all in it together. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I feel like one of the reasons I love Abby is that she's a big sister and I'm a big sister Mm -hmm. and like being the oldest, like you have to figure everything out first. 
like, yeah. yes, you have your parents or, like, friends to, like, guide you, but, like, you're really just kind of thrown out into the world. And, yeah, Abby's a year older than me, but I feel like our lives are just, like, off just enough that we have different experiences at different times slightly that we can go back and forth and, like, give each other advice or experience or help on things. Yeah. And I kind of hope that that's what this podcast is for you guys, of, like, some of it resonates, some of it doesn't, but, like, maybe you'll just get enough that it'll help you out. Mm-hmm. And maybe at the very least, it'll just make you feel like there are other people going through this whole trajectory with you. I know I find that comforting because I know, like you said, you and I talk about this stuff all the time. Like we are both very open with each other about like when we're not doing well, when, when we are doing well. And we both find a way to actually stay pretty positive. Like, yeah, sometimes we'll be like, oh, my God, I'm like drowning. <laughs> but then we'll also be like, and I'm having the best time ever. Like, <laughs> I think you and I are both really good at staying pretty positive. And I think that's part of why, like, we're we are so close. We have very similar mindsets. Also. You accidentally just said that I'm a year older. Oh, and did I'm not I? kidding. My head was like. <laughs> <laughs> so my mind I'm just a year blown. younger. I'm a year older. I, I didn't even notice. I, it makes truly my, my first thought. My first thought wasn't you said that wrong. My first thought was, Am I? I'm a year older. <laughs> Abby, I was like, Abby, Wait. even a year younger. I'm a year older. I think I like just jumbled my words there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well. That's it for us this week, guys. We know this is like the opposite kind of episode as we had that we had last week than we had last week, but keeping it real, you know, gotta keep it keep you on your feet a little bit. <laughs> okay, that's all for us. Have a great weekend. Love you. Bye.